Thanks for listening to today's show, and as promised during Salonomics 36, um, a little treat for you all. Um, this is 30 odd minutes of me having a chat from J- uh, with Jason from Crow's Nest earlier on today. Um, I'm going to isolate all the footage and whack it on YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Apologies for the sound quality. The whole thing was done on Instagram Live TV, and there's always um, a trade-off when it comes to audio on one side. So I hope you enjoy it. There's some um, interesting things in here talking about salon, salon space, time, energy. You know, we covered a lot of ground in 30 minutes, but it really is a summary of my thoughts on where I think our industry needs to go in order to survive and thrive so um i hope you enjoy this little easter egg um yeah introducing jason from crow's nest uh talking to moi hope you enjoy speak soon just gonna message him we're gonna get aaron back on we were just in the flow of a wicked chat um, discussing, you know, mainly the, the future of digital and hairdressing, how the industry should, could, and will embrace um, technology. You know, I think since the pandemic, we've all had to go pretty hard um, and, and truly embrace it now. You know, I think there's things coming, but I think we were talking about it's, you know, being put into sometimes, you know, technology isn't always the complete solution. Um, but it, as long as we ultimately are, you know, saving time and money. Sorry about that. We are. That's all right, mate. It's all good. Rescued my my. Behind every great man is a great woman, and my wife has kindly handed over her phone. Of um, you know, I won't. Ah, uh, well done, Mrs. Crows. <laughs> we uh, we appreciate you. Um, Thank you very much. Dead. It's still not even. It's plugged in. It's still dead. I'm going to worry about Oh, that. no, we're not. Um, how am I going to scrape the footage? Hopefully it will upload, though, right? Automatically, we'll still be able uh, to grab the footage. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, we can. We can. I know I know. I remember Instagram Live stitched me up when we was doing a um, Lee Stafford Live show, like, just before the pandemic, like, end of 2019. That was, yeah, it was, like, brilliant. See, this is, this is technology, right? You have to take the rough with the smooth. You know, for every advantage it gives you, there is a disadvantage, and but uh, there's trade-offs. There's trade-offs of everything we do. But hey, I've got I've got everything all set up here, so I'm 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 good to go again. Do you have? Oh, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But yeah, to be honest, my we had an awful experience here. You know, family home life. I got woke up. At, I think it was about four or five in the morning. The cat knocks over a glass of water on my bedside. All over, yeah, my phone and charger and stuff. So it may yeah. be because of that. Um, oh, possibly, yeah. It don't like water. Technology doesn't like water. No, but technology yeah. is is a good thing used in the in the right way, you know, and and yeah. for the power of good. And I think a lot of the time, you know, the the aversion to technology, it, it's more about the education behind it, isn't it? I mean, because there's loads of stuff I don't use, and it's probably because I don't truly know about it. You know, I don't truly understand yeah. it. Um, yeah. And is that one of the things you think that people could work on is, you know, educating people more about the best practices of technology? 
No, no, I don't think it's about educating people about technology. I think it's about educating them to do analysis of themselves. Um, you know, um, like you were saying earlier, um, I, one, of the, one of the big influences in my life over the last four years is a psychologist called Jordan Peterson. I don't know if you've heard of him. Yeah. But he says, he, yeah. one, you know, one of, his, one of his very profound lines that really make you think um, is comparison is the death of joy. And when you analyze that from the context of social media, mm. that's all we're doing all day long. We're comparing ourselves to everybody else in the world. And the human condition hasn't evolved to compare ourselves to 7 billion other people in the world. Do you know what I mean? So can you imagine that bandwidth? Because all our brain is is a, is a computer, right? It's a hard yeah. drive. It has data inputs. We can see stuff. We can smell stuff. It's exactly the same as the technology on your desktop, but we're obviously organic, right? Um, but it's the same process. So if you're continually comparing yourself to this, that, like Rod, Jane, and Freddie, then you're never going to stop, reflect, analyze what it is you're doing well, what it is that's getting you results, and what's saving you time and making you money. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I think what you're suffering is that anxiety-induced competition of social media, that the algorithms mm. are incentivized to make you feel like that. It's the, it's the handset that's making you feel, I'm in a competition with everybody else on the internet. Well, sorry, that is one way to lose focus on what life is about. Yeah, you know, if you're, if you're trying to compare yourself and trying to compete with everybody on the internet, then you will end up in a funny farm because it's, it's not possible, it's not possible. So let's focus on what we can control. Let's focus on our own career, our own career development. Let's focus on our customers 100% and let's regain that focus back first. Let's analyze what gives us focus. Now I'm not saying competition on the internet's bad because obviously for every Lionel Messi, there's a Cristiano Ronaldo who is pushing Messi to you know, create more you know, more goals for himself because Ronaldo's there pushing him, pushing him, pushing him. But it's having that basic understanding away from a lot of the platforms which are, they, there's this thing called neuro-linguistic programming. Yeah. And it's essentially this messaging. I saw a great film last night. This is my 14-year-old daughter, right? Um, she, she's a big fan of Stephen King, um, the, the author. Yeah. And he, he wrote this um, book in uh, 2005 called The Cell. I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you heard of The Cell? No, not The Cell, no. Right, The Cell is a fantastic... And, and, and obviously, because he wrote all of this before Facebook, before Instagram, it then takes on another level of like ingenuity and vision, what this guy has seen. And essentially, it's a zombie, it's a zombie epic. But essentially, everyone's phone zombies. Everyone got... Um, transfixed into this violent psychosis based on whether they was on their phone at this one point where this radio wave went out and corrupted everyone's minds, that everyone became these, you know, psychopathic. I, look, it, it, from a thought experiment of where we are today yeah. and this movie being written 20 years ago, the guy's a genius. He saw what was going on then. And the psychosis came from the little whispering of the, the binary code, 
whisper, 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 whisper. And if you extrapolate yourself out of that and being surrounded by, you know, screens and social media and this person's doing that, we haven't got the processing power up here. We've not got the RAM in our brains to be able to know what is going on in California, Los Angeles, George Floyd, coronavirus, you know, your daughter at school. We don't have the capacity to be able to be aware of all that stuff. And the second you make yourself this open book to everything that's going on in the world, removes you from what you want to do in the world, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that's extremely profound. I mean, it's, um, I'm just, my mind's kind of blown for a little minute. I'm just going to take that in because, um, <laughs> no, but I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I love um, the documentary, um, The Social Dilemma on Netflix. Yeah. Did you see that one? I thought, and that was, yeah. I was, all, you know, I was, I was kind of aware of that stuff anyway. And I've been telling people for years that, you know, like this, 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 this stuff is, this is how it's designed. You know, mm. it's a design process that's gone into capturing your attention for as long as possible. Like that, that whole rabbit hole experience is not mm. random. It's no. not, it's like, it's geared and engineered to you, like specifically for you to go. Yeah, on. it's an echo chamber, isn't it? Yeah. It's an echo chamber. It forces you for the bias. I gave Joe this story about my sister. My sister had to come off Facebook because every time she logged into Facebook, she was confronted with pictures of animal cruelty. Well, of course, she want to get my sister to react to anything. It's animal cruelty. So straight yeah. away, she's uh, writing angry, you know, text, sharing it with everyone. And I'm like, no, Sam, the reason why Facebook's giving you all that is because that's the only thing you're interacting with. Go and like loads of other random stuff and watch out your timeline, you know. Yeah. So basically, we have to take back control of our social media diets if you like, you know, maybe that's a good idea. Maybe I need to write a book about, you know, the new diet, the new diet, which is, should be a social media. Diet. And this is why I think there is some value in what you're doing. You know, I, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying all social media is evil. I'm just saying you've got to analyze what you can do in a really specific way that puts money in the till. Because yeah. no other metric counts. No other metric counts. Having 10,000 followers on Instagram is pointless unless Instagram's making you money. So think about it in a practical sense. Every new client you get in the shop, where did you hear about us? Oh, Google. All of my clients, they hear about me from Google, not mm. Facebook or Instagram, because they're not in my echo chamber. They're not in my network half of the time, you know, because that's why they don't know about me. Mm. So I think what you're doing, you are creating a service which is valuable because you can curate and you can aggregate stuff that portrays someone's identity, you know, their social, their what, online what we, what identity. We do, actually, we, um, we try and tailor, because it's just, it's just one package each month. It's the same package each month of a collection, yeah. a collection of images that we curate, you know, by hairdressers, for hairdressers. We're, we're in the game. I'm a working hairdresser. So I understand the industry. Crow's Nest are all about you know spotting trends high from high fashion and see how it relates down to the commercial value so then we take that experience and we create curate one package that stocks 20 images which is intended to be spliced in between your organic content that helps yeah. you keep a high frequency and stay consistent with your posting but with topical 
trend-led, inspiring or motivational content that, that hits an emotional note. So, you know, we're not, it's not there to replace your work. It's not there sure. to say like, you know, or build, it's not necessarily, it's not necessarily to build your, your brand. It's there to market to your clients basically and followers and bring people yeah. in. But what, because what I find is if you're, if you want to be an influencer and it's all about you or you want to be a platform artist, then yes, your feed can just be backs of heads, great haircuts, amazing haircuts, one mm. after another row. But that, even then, I think is one dimensional. And what's happening with the trend, the social trends for how people put their grids together now is because is people and consumers consume so much information now, they kind of demand that a little bit extra. And it's so important mm. to define your niche but now i think you need to add a different dimension like two three dimensions to to your grid and your social output and it's not necessarily because that's the first place people go to to find you but it's definitely one place where they will look and then ultimately once they're hooked and they're in you can then keep that client engaged for eight weeks you know emotionally sure. connected to you yeah but you know, because again, if you're just posting pretty hair, pretty hair, pretty hair, pretty hair, pretty hair, all you're doing mm. is selling your product and you're not connecting emotionally, you're not marketing mm. your brand emotionally. So, you know, you can have ethereal pictures of blondes if blondes are topical at the moment, you know, not that sit alongside your nice pictures of blondes, which suggest that's what's inspiring you or it sparks an interest in another client. Well, that's a really pretty picture, you know, and, mm. and it's all about the caption. So that's where the curation for us comes in because we write the caption mm. specifically that help you engage your followers and hope and drive people to become new clients and bums on seats. And we put the package together so that it's so accessible. It's under 30 pounds. So, you know, less than one average haircut, you have enough content to keep your feed populated for the whole month with engaging content that inspires people, but also drives them back to the business. It's all about the call to action. It's all about how you write the caption. Like sure. to, to what you're sure. actually driving people to. Yeah, so the, so what you've done is you've basically hacked it. You've you've basically hacked social media. Yeah. You've you've got a code, you've got a protocol of how it works, what gets engagement, and you're packaging all that up for the hairdresser who look, it's fine to admit you're rubbish at something. You know, because only until you admit you're terrible at something can you look to improve, right? Don't let the ego get in the way. You know, don't let your ego get in the way of self-improvement. You can quite easily outsource your social media to someone like Jason. Jason will take care of it, and the results are there. Do you know what I mean? How many yeah. people come into your shop because they saw one of Jason's posts on Instagram? Boom. You've got a value there. Great. I've saved all the time because I'm now outsourcing it all to Jason. Yeah. And... I've got an extra 15, 20, 30 clients this month because they've found me on Instagram or they've found me on Facebook or, or whatever. So, all right, let's do a case study then, Jason. Go to gosalon.uk, go to my website, and because, look, I'm rubbish at marketing. I don't mind admitting I'm terrible at marketing. I think, you know, I've got a creative brain that goes like this, all off on tangents, and I find it yeah. very difficult to take that one line and go, right, that's our strap line. You know, Go Salon strap line, make retail easy, has, 
has come about because I've gone, you know, all around the houses with it. And I'm like, okay, convenience converts. So our customers want convenience. They don't want to pick up a bottle and then stick it in their big bag because they're going to the restaurant or they're going to the... So what would be convenient for the customer to get them to buy a product from me in the shop was, oh, scan this code, we'll ship it to your house. Boom, done. Convenient. Customer's going to do that. Now, what else is going to make the customer buy it? Well, if it's the same price as the internet. Okay, it's the same price as the internet. So I'm not going to then go somewhere else and buy it because I don't think that's right. I think that's somebody else's profiting from your work then. Do you know what I mean? I don't think that's right. So, so I, what I try to do is I try to combine all these things. But when you are trying to make an apple pie, you've got to create a universe. So the apple pie is the easy bit. I'm trying to create the universe that makes all these things talk to each other seamlessly. So it goes from your pay. So Go Salon takes payments. It does your request appointments. And it connects you with the products that you love. So you've now got an inventory of products that is bigger than you've ever had before. I mean, how many GHD um, straightening irons you sold last year? Well, probably none because you'd be in charge £180 to sell them in the salon. And yet I can share a link that sell, look, sells them. To, I've sold four straightening irons last year, you know, 120 quid because that's the price they are on Amazon. Boom. I've sold four over buying in a dozen GHDs direct from GHDs and then being forced to sell them for 180 quid in the salon. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you've got, to, you've got to think of this way. So if you go go salon, do a case study. What would you look at my site, uh, you know, my, my brand, and, and how would you make a, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot and all that, but, you know, I think it's, this is valuable stuff. I think this is where we explore and we actually get into the valuable insights that we sometimes don't know are in there. Yeah. They need pulling out. So, obviously, we, we chose that picture pre-COVID, and I refuse <laughs> to stick a salon full of hairdressers wearing masks. So... Forgive me for it not being up to date in terms, but I refuse to go down the whole masking. Um, I don't think that that ingratiates anybody to an image. I think you have to see someone's face in order to feel comfortable. Not seeing someone's face makes people uncomfortable. So, yeah, that's, I, just, uh, that's such a hard part of the industry now, isn't it? It's sort of. Mm. I, I can't wait for the mask to go away, to be honest. It, it's... Well, it's not law anymore, mate. You know that, right? Is it not? not law change the law you got to do what is necessary okay. for health and safety yeah but i don't want to go down that rabbit that's another show if you want to do another show we can i've got some really um i've got some really interesting uh, ideas surrounding that so um, I'd, yeah i need to go and read up on that one yeah um yeah yeah um i like i like this i like the website man it's nice um i think that it, your main image could be a bit more aspirational. Yeah, um, it's a bit of a stock image, to be fair. It's not, I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with stock images because we, you know, my whole, the whole curated, our content packs, it's all, it's all edited from stock, from stock. Mm. Um, but it's about, you know, it's about picking the right one and, you know, and that leveling it up a little bit. It's kind of one of the good things that we do. I think primarily, it depends how big I'm just trying to understand how big is your is the retail part to to the business because that doesn't really come across on the home page is the only thing yeah but, but no, when that's... you talk about it 
you you talk yeah. a lot about the reason and that, that sounds like one of the biggest bonuses so I, yeah I, well it's I, the incentive structure i mean the retail yeah. is the incentive because that's the one problem i set out to solve it was well, we're not selling products in the sun anymore why well the internet's cheaper that's the main reason you know yeah. the internet makes it convenient that's the main reason all right let's see what we can do so yeah the the retail really is the infrastructure because go salon as a platform is free to join yeah. you know there's no contracts there's no small print there's none of that i want to make this so seamless and so easy for everyone so they literally click a button and then they put their like they send us their logo um, they give us their email address and we essentially create them their go salon based off those two fundamental bits of information if they want to use the platform they can use it and then they can see how it makes them money. They don't want to use it, fine, doesn't cost them anything. It was an experiment that they looked into that wasn't for them, not a problem. You know, so retail is the incentive structure of Go Salon. It makes it free and yeah. it also earns the stylist money from converting more sales, basically, because we make the whole retail process in Salon convenient and easy. I, I, I mean, for me, because I only ever really know about images, you know, and graphics and stuff. So mm. um, I, I would make that more of a feature in, in, in your visuals on the on the homepage. What's yeah. your Instagram like? Oh, it's just full of memes. I don't really do much go sell on Instagram. I think but I've I think got like a... Memes. I mean, keep it fun, keep it light. You know, I think that's also... That's the thing. It's like there are so many different ways to use and utilize content to keep people engaged and connected. And also, I think sometimes people get too—I don't know—like too, too narrow-minded, you know, too blinkered with what they believe should go on their social media and and what the use of their social media is. And I think, yeah, which what brings up, you know, I keep coming back to it. Really, I just think people need to go back to basics and just real utilize it as a shop window uh, you know that mm. it's a shop window it's like you know just first impression make it but make you know it depends if it's your brand but make it fun emotive interesting you know deliver the experience not just the product sure. you know it's so, so how... now, just row and row after just heads <laughs> yeah no for sure but so how do i how do i project Saving time, money, and, and ease <laughs> and convenience. How do I how do I package all that up into an image? See this. See this is this is where it, it well, becomes. You may, you, you may need more than complex. one. You know, you may may need more than one image. But so um, if you scroll down below the fold, I've then got you know three creative professionals. You know, cartoon avatars of them. You know, a barber, a colorist, and yeah. I've got some testimonials. You know, yeah. so. You know, obviously above the fold is important. And then, you know, there's the actual sign up bit in the, the third fold, the third section of the website. And then, you know, so the, the strap line. Maybe it needs an addition of more, you know, retail focused visual assets. Yeah, yeah I can yeah. see what you mean. I suppose, I suppose I'm trying to get that emotion of fun in the salon, you know, time spent on clients. You know, a chance to sit down. Maybe, maybe, maybe luxury in a salon is a hairdresser getting a lunch break. You know, yeah. Because I've, I've, because I've, I've added up that if we, if because go salon, if you can think of like, let, let me, let me boil it down again. So supermarkets, right? We go in a supermarket 
and we're confronted with people behind the checkout and the self-service checkouts. Now, at the very beginning when they was invented, I was like, oh, I'm never going to use a self-service checkout because I just see this is a big corporate way of sacking people, getting rid of people, letting robots, you know, and I, and I felt that was bad, you know, people not having a job. But over time, you come to realize they're not doing it for that reason. They're doing it for convenience. Because if you get to the checkout and there's a queue of 15 people, but there's an empty self-serve and I'm in a rush, I'm going to use self-serve because I'm in a rush. I've got to get back to the, you know, I've got to put money in the meter. Do you know what I mean? I've got to get out of there. I can't be standing. And rather than Sainsbury's losing the sale because the guy goes, oh, I'm going to put the milk back and I'm going to go in the shop over the road, self-service. So if you think of Go Salon in that context, right, so that your customer can buy a product, book their next appointment, and pay you your money while you're finishing off the blow dry. So it's right, bye, see you later. That's five minutes, because unless you've got a receptionist in the salon who mm. takes care of them, I've now got a, can I book you in, you know, can I interest you in any retail today? Um, you know, can I get your coat? Let, let me get your coat for you. You know, have you got everything? Do you know what I mean? That's five minutes. You're doing 10 clients a day. That's 50 minutes a day. So, like I say, I, I don't, I don't, but, and this is why I find it very difficult to describe what Go Salon is because it comes from that perspective as it is what you want it to be. How, how do you want to use it? Do you want to use it for your retail button? Do you want to use it for your payment system? Oh, and it's zero commission payments as well. I want to put that in there as well as another disruptor to all the uh, <laughs> software companies out there, all the free software companies out there. You know, Go Salon's business model is very simple. You use it, we get paid. You don't use it, we don't get paid. You know, it's yeah. like Netflix. Just just sack it off if you don't want it. You know, and I, and I, and and like I say, Go Salon is is a tool. It's a tool. Don't don't look at Go Salon as being a company. It's a tool. Much like mm. Bitcoin is a tool for the monetary system. I've seen a lot of people screaming at Bitcoin. AD, if you're listening, call me. I need to uh, educate you on the, the, the virtues of Bitcoin and why it's important for an abundant future. But, um, but yeah, that's, like I say, that's another show. And that's, that's why I started my own show, Salonomics, because I, I, I explore all of these things with Joe, who, like I say, he's, he's a retired, semi-retired hairdresser in London, who's been there, seen it, done it, bought the T-shirt, had his own salons. And we just go backwards and forwards, you know, on I try and, educate him on technology and how it's evolving and how we can all utilize it and he educates me on amazing learns and wisdom that he's had over the years of dealing with certain clients and scenarios in the salons because he, he you know he's a multiple salon owner as well so we try and keep the show economics based yeah. but with one foot in salon life because obviously that's that's where our experience is so so yeah I mean, it's been it's been um, a real eye opener for me this chat this morning. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. No, thank thank you for having me. I've, um, I feel like I've, I've, it's a bit too early in the morning to do some learning. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a it's a bugger when the cat knocks over the milk, mate. It's a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> the first thing in the morning is the last thing you want to do. That was yeah. That was my abrupt awakening this morning. Was, yeah, uh, glass and water everywhere. But um, cool, man. Look, I think 
as, to wrap it up, we've had a great discussion. Hopefully, we can retrieve the first half as well because there were some great insights there and, and how to utilise technology, how to put it into best practices, how to expand your and open your mind to, you know, the best practices of social media, how everything's kind of developing now, new trends that are coming through with the technology. Go Salon is an amazing amazing platform i think it solves some pivotal pivotal problems and issues that have faced the the industry for a long time now so how, that's the question though how, how old is it is it have you had it for a while um so i started developing the idea started thinking about it um laterally uh in 2018 um and and the the, the germ of the idea come because i saw there was a lot of these blow drying apps appearing on the market um, and I just thought that was really interesting so my first foray into it was I was working at a salon in, in, in Essex called Stark shout out to Matt if you're listening um, and it was right how do we offer this service to our customers that if they are in a rush one day one of their trusted hairdressers from Stark can go and visit their, their home they would pay a premium for it so I started working on that concept of having a menu in the salon and and then it just evolved, you know, it just evolved from that point. So the actual Go Salon thing, uh, listen, I've had a wish list on my website for years. Do you know what I mean? In terms of like an Amazon kind of affiliate wish list, an ability to share a link with a customer because I've been freelance for years. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so, so it, it was just, right, apps are definitely the way forward. You know, this singularity, this muscle memory you get. Here's a good experiment for you. You know, everyone that's listening at home, close your eyes, press your home page, uh, home button on your phone, close your eyes, and using muscle memory, open up Instagram. I bet every one of you can do it. Every single one. And this is my point with Go Salon. We got to get that real estate on the home screen of your customer's phone is prime real estate. Google spent $50 million on purchasing Android 20 years ago. Why was that? It was to get Google Chrome on the handset of every Android user in the world. Now, what I think everyone should be doing is getting their brand on every user's handset. So when the client, when your customer thinks hair, they go hair, salon, and they press that button, and it's that button on their handset, which removes the distraction of Instagram and Facebook and going through WhatsApp and, oh, what's the number, and I'll oh, sing it, phone in the salon. Do you know what I mean? You want to make everything so convenient for your customer. So the yeah. answer to that is 2018, and it evolved, and we had the first, uh, we had the first model out in August 2019 for the, the beta. So we've been in beta. We've been testing all of this technology for two years. Um, so, so yes. So, yeah, three years almost to the, almost to the day. Three years almost to the day, I'd say. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing when you focus on something. It's amazing when you focus on something, you can, what you can get done. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I wish you all the success. It's an amazing platform, as I say. It's solving some pivotal issues within the hairdressing industry. And ultimately, I think the the main take-home from, from today's chat and the future... Oh, I've lost you again, Jason. 
I'm just, I was just finishing wrapping up for us, mate. And that, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Best, you know, the take home for today is really that technology and the future of digital in, in hairdressing is that ultimately technology put into best practices should save you time and ultimately make you money. And if it's not, don't be afraid to ditch it. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah, well said. Well, look, if anyone wants to follow me, I'm very rarely on Instagram these days. You can chase us up on LinkedIn. You can type Salonomics into Google. Um, that'll come up everywhere from Telegram to, to whatnot. I'm Aaron Dawn Hair on Twitter. I think, yeah, just type Go Salon in, man. Just just go Google Go Salon, gosalon.uk. Um, put your email address in there. Um, and, you know, we'll try and onboard you onto the network as soon as we possibly can. Awesome. Look, all, thank you for everybody that's watching and everybody that sees this. Hopefully we get the two parts to go together. And, yeah. Um, we, you've been with Crow's Nest. Thank you for joining us today. Um, anybody that's out there, anybody that's struggling with their social media, anybody that has any level of social anxiety or you just want to level up your feed, please go check out our curated content packages on crowsnest.co.uk. Give us a like, right. give us a follow, and everybody go check out Aaron Dawn Hair. That's it. And, um, and I'm going to try and scrape all this together and release it as part of a Salonomics podcast as well. So you can find us on uh, Salonomics podcast. And, um, yeah, as an experiment, put that in the mirror. Is it still coming through backwards? It's put that in the key. mirror and yeah. scan that code use your camera um on your phone um so yeah do that and what does that mate? do what will that do well well you can basically don't have to type into google any of those words that, i just that, told will you. It you will it take you to go salon take, take you straight to go salon so just open your camera use your muscle Not memory yet. close your eyes open your camera scan it a little thing will pop down and go and you press a button so, yeah, so you don't even have to use Google search anymore. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, they're not going to be happy about that. But look, keep, keep pushing boundaries. Stop. Keep disrupting <laughs> the game. And, you know, thanks for joining us, man. We'll see you soon. You're welcome. Thanks, Adios, everyone. Cheers, mate. Go Go Sun exists to make your salon amazing. amazing.